Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Welcome back to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast. And this week, Rory and I are discussing a massive one as we head into the non-farm payrolls reading, which does really lay foundations ahead of the next FOMC rate decision. Rory, how you doing? Ken, I'm good. How are you? Bro, I don't know whether I'm coming or going right now. <laughs> See him. Yeah, because um, obviously for me on Sunday, I Sunday night, I flew to Dubai. Yeah. So for just under 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as I got there, I I just had to sort out a lot of my stuff there. I'm just getting cargo shipped back to, to the UK while I'm here for a, a good, say, couple of years before I go back again. Yeah. Um. And anyway, managed to get in a few beers with Dan. Nice Brilliant. bit of food. And uh, and then <laughs> so I miss, end up missing my flight. Really? Yep. Missed my <laughs> flight, having to book new flights. But then now I'm here. <laughs> now I'm here. So it's a mad it, 24 hours, but it's a good, it's a good time. I had a good time. It is, anyway. yeah. yeah. 24 hours in Dubai can be long enough sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what you about know. yours? How's yeah, your things weren't too bad. Last weekend, went home, back to Ireland for a wee bit. How just, was that? Yeah, it was good. Just get back for three or four days and then came back to London to the madness yeah. and everything was just go, go again. So That's it was sick. good just come back to sort of like charge ahead a wee bit. Yeah, so it was, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Not, not as crazy as yours though, but bit yeah, more relaxed. I know. Well, I did, I did get charged £24 extra by EasyJet. Why? Y you know your hand luggage when you put the hand luggage on? Flew out of Luton and the woman looked at my hand luggage and was like, excuse me, sir, can you just pop that in the in the wee tray? And I was like, yep. So I put it in and she goes, yep, that's fine. No bother. I was like, right, cool. All the doubts completely out of my mind. Coming back from Belfast, the man then at the gate says, could you pop that in the thing? I was like, oh, I've already done it at Luton. No bother. Put it in. He goes, no, sir, it has to be the other way. I says, no, it doesn't. This is the way I done it at Luton. So I tried to put it in the other way. It didn't fit. And he was like, that'll be £24. And I just looked at him and I was like, what? Man. I was, I was like, how can you do it at Luton and not do it here? He's like, oh, all the, the airports have different rules and regulations. I was like, no, but it's the same airline. So it should have the same rules and regulations. What a little right. job's worth. But there was about seven or eight of us all standing there with the same issue. Because EasyJet now have an app on their, not an app, they obviously have an app, but they have like a thing on their app where you can scan your bag you know how like, you can scan things and see measurements? You can scan your bag on their app and it tells you whether it fits or not. Okay. And mine fit. So. So it, on the app it fit? Yeah, on the app it fits. Did you tell him that? Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's not my responsibility. I was like, well, yeah, I think it is. Oh, I'd have been so, so. Yeah, like, and I mean, 24 pounds, right. It's not, it's not a lot, but it's more it's the principle. fact. It, it's more like the fact that, you know, you're, you're being pulled aside. You get having to pay for it when you really don't have to pay for it. Exactly. So I'll put a complaint in EasyJet. Good. I haven't heard anything back, so well, I hope I'm just going to short sell the shit out of EasyJet until yeah. I make a 24 pound back. Everybody short sell EasyJet. Yeah. That's, <laughs> think, that's one way to get him. Yeah. Stick it to the man. Yeah. Stick it to those buggers. Oh. Stelios, cough up. <laughs> Love that, mate. Anyway, so. nice. So, um, well, let's, let's get, let's tuck into this week. Yeah. Let's tuck into this week. I mean, if you look right at the start of the week, I'm just going to bring up, as I always do, just as a, just as a measurement for the week, you saw... Uh, from the third, look, Monday the third, there. So Monday, Tuesday, downside for dollar. Yeah. And that was just understandable, right? We we had obviously all this, we've had all this pumping and we've just been in a period of consolidation, which was needed, wouldn't you say? Yeah, exactly. I mean, dollar can't keep going up forever in the straight line, you know, so it was a much needed pullback. That's it. Bit of profit taking, you know. Yeah. And then obviously with September, month end, quarter end, you know, that's probably a lot of books starting to be rebalanced there. Exactly. So people now are just getting ready for that's NFP it. today. And I cannot, I cannot, um, well, 
I don't know what I was going to say there, but <laughs> what was nice is uh, I've had a really, really, really strong start to this quarter already. Yeah. Okay. We've October's only just started, and it came because look, you see how I had this marked up. I had this 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 little area. So uh, in the two blocks trading app. Yeah, premium members. I was like, look, guys, watch out for this one ten region. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get some support there just after this period of consolidation, after that profit taking, and you know, position squaring with month end, and then those dips are going to be bought. Yeah, you know, as I as I love you, and I'm sure you can tell, flags, flag, big breakout, and that's what I was anticipating, and it really tied in nicely with these fantastic. GBP shorts, which I'm out of now, but yeah. I took a nice 150 pips on that. Brilliant. You, you've been enjoying the move as well, haven't you? Yeah, I got in at 115. So <laughs> for those who don't know, I closed out uh, all of my equity positions. Uh, just pretty much with the S&P 500 rally lately, I just want to try and get in more towards the top and short things down again. So mm. I decided while I'm waiting, let's try some FX again and get back in. So nice. watch your videos. Seen a few lines and says 115 looks perfect. Waited nice. for it, took it at 115 and probably going to hold it now for the rest of the year. So that's kind of the difference in our trading. You know, you're out and I'm holding True. the rest of the year. That's it. And that's the difference. I can't yeah. do your way, you can't do my way. And that's where we're we'll meeting in the that's middle. It. We've both we've both got our own strategies, our own plans, how we yep. approach the market and how what what we do works for us. Yeah. That's, that's that's it. It doesn't matter. There's no exactly. right or wrong. What works for you works for you. If you're profitable, you're profitable. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? So. And that's it, yeah. A lot of people can't really watch the profit being bounced about, you know, from going maybe a thousand pound up to two pound up and then, you know, bounce in between whereas I don't really mind. Yeah, just on that note, that's, yeah. you know, that was something for me. And I'm sure a lot of traders, is it was difficult to deal with. It's yeah. like, you know, one minute you might be up, say, a thousand plus, uh, you know, pounds. And then next minute you're back to break even or even nursing a little loss. It's yeah. like <laughs> those swings, it, it takes you through it, you it, know, it especially does. in early days. It's yeah. like, how do I deal with this? Exactly. And it is hard to deal with. I mean, I don't know if I fully deal with it yet, but I just, I kind of ignore it. Just tend to ignore it and let it work out. That's it. And that's where the options help me i think that's why i trade options mm. because i can't really watch it on like a on a cfd or on a spread bet i find it hard to watch but whenever i'm in options knowing that this is expires in december then i kind of be like okay well i have december and i kind of have it already in my head that i'm locked into december so mm. i just leave it there yeah i like so. that and you know what actually just quickly just while we're on this side of things for me one thing when uh, in my previous community uh, a lot of people were struggling with you know just let with just the general management of their trades, you yeah, know, being too influenced. So, for example, they open up their phone, check, checking their MT4, their trading account, or they open up their lap- laptop and are literally there sitting in front of the screens watching the markets. And I was like, that is why you're coming out too early. That mm-hmm. is why, you know, your emotions are getting the better of you. What I'd say is place your trades, set your stop loss, set your target area. Obviously, keep a rough eye on it, yeah, but just forget a bit about it. Set and forget. Let your trade, let the market do what it's going to do. It's going to do what it's going to do anyway. Yeah. And you're going to end up kicking yourself if you end up coming out too early or, or messing around with your trades. You will. It's, it's like running a business. You imagine you own the shop. You hire people, you put the people in, you tell everybody what to do, and you leave them to it. Whenever you try to micromanage things, that's when things go wrong. That's Love when that your analogy. Sta- that's when your, the staff start to hate you, your staff walk out, and then you're left with nothing. Damn right. That's pretty much how it works. It's so true. If you have a business, let it work. So true. Yeah. And you know, that can easily spiral out of control as well. Like I, I've been there, you know, for example, as I've said, you're messing around with your trades, you end up coming out too early and then, and then you're like, oh my goodness. And then that psychologically messes you up because then you're like, oh, let me try and make that some, somewhere else. And yeah. Then, and you just start being impulsive. Yeah. And then you lose more money. You exactly. know, <laughs> and today will be a big day. A lot of people will try it. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll get the initial spike on the NFP wrong and then be like, okay, right, let me try and make it back. They'll get it wrong again and then they'll be like, okay, let me try and make it back again. And then before they know it, they're maybe five, six, seven trades deep. Lost yeah. everyone. 
you know yeah that's a scary place yeah. i've been there scary man yeah it's like everything <laughs> and you, you know what it is as well it's like you get it wrong and you get it wrong and you get it wrong and you get it wrong yeah. like it keeps going against you so like, oh my god i know <laughs> <It's deadly. And laughs> full disclosure i was in one of those situations last week mm. remember how i said i had my short puts oh, right yeah. i had to close out and then remember i think we just got i can't remember was it on camera off camera i says that it was a gap it sort of gapped down a wee bit mm -hmm. i closed out then for a larger amount than i thought then obviously this week they've all rallied up so i could have got out of them break even if I'd held on. Uh, but it's just about cutting your losses and getting out of them. That's it. You know? And that's what a lot of people tend to forget. Mm. Cut your losses, get out. And the thing is, though, one one thing, there is always a, a fine line between cutting your losses yeah. and, you know, just having faith and respecting respecting the stop loss that you've got there in play. Yeah. Where, where do you think that, you know, that line for you, where you know, between cutting your losses and maybe just let, let the trade do its thing? It was different for me in that scenario because I didn't have a stop loss because mm. you're short a put means you have an unlimited loss potential. So you technically don't have a stop loss there until you cut it. But I think what people need to do, if you have a stop loss and it makes sense, if you're trading a CFT or spread bet, leave it be. Yeah, exactly. You don't move it. There's no need to move it. If the risk or rewards, two to one, three to one, whatever, and it's there, leave the stop loss alone and just and let it work unless the fundamentals start to change. Exactly. That's if the fundamentals come out and you can see the volatility picking up, maybe... Yeah, maybe widen your stop loss. Well, never widen it if if you shouldn't, but maybe bring it down a wee bit and then just let it work from there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? At times, like if you're, if you're in profit, bring it down to maybe break even and just cut it. That's it. Yeah, like at times, depend for me. It depends. My risk appetite can fluctuate. Yeah, and I, it fluctuates in the sense of if I've made a decent amount of profit this week, am I going to carry on? Am I just uh, and I'm just going to be happy with what I've made? Yeah. So, for example, today, right, I closed out that that 150 pip there with GBP. I took like 90 pips on Euro Dollar as well. Yeah, and it's like, am I going to let this run or am I just going to take my profit off the table? I'm going to take my profit off the table. Yeah, um, you know. So in that, it depends. Like you know. It depends on performance. If yeah. if I was losing a lot as well, it may it may fluctuate, you know, yeah. as well. So and you can walk away happy, enjoy the weekend, not yeah. have anything to worry about. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done for the week. You yeah. Know, so or if you try and trade the NFP, yeah. and then and then you start to fuck up. And that's you know, it. that's it. And actually, just before obviously we we speak about the fundamentals is. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. You know, for me as well, it's like this week, what a lot of people can't hack is... My first trade was yesterday for the week. Really? Thursday. Yeah. On Thursday? Yeah, that's yeah. like my first trade. Yeah. People so, are probably sitting here at eight o'clock on a Monday morning or they're just Yeah, it's like waiting I was waiting for this to, to, to happen. Yeah. You know, this breakout and obviously we saw it, you yeah. know. But some some people can't uh, process uh, deal with the fact that trading isn't always just trade like, yeah, I need to trade today, I need to trade today, you yeah. know, multiple times a day. Exactly. No, let let it trade come to you, you yeah. know, and be patient. Yeah. I think people would be surprised at seeing how little trades you really take, you know, I always thought it was whenever I was younger that it was 60, 70, 80 trades a day, something like that. You mm. know, you come to realize it's maybe that a year, mm -hmm. you know, it's maybe only one trade a day. True. You know, at the very, very most, yeah. if even, depending on who you are. Yeah. You know. Mate, so this week, what, what, okay, we'll get onto non-farm payrolls in a minute. Guys, just, just so our listeners are aware, obviously Rory and I are recording this podcast prior to... Uh, the non-farm payrolls, which is due out in the next, uh, well, just over an hour. So with that, obviously, the non-farm payrolls, this is big. 
this is a big one. You know, I'd say though, you know, over the la- last few years or so, non-farms feel has lost like it's, it's it's real, you know, it's real big moves in the market. I I think I lot I think it sort of lost it during COVID. Mm. You know, sort of starting to come out of COVID again. Once once employment figures sort of got back up to the normal, mm. I think that was it. When was that like? Early 2021, I want to say. Late mm. 2020, early 2021. Yeah, so. Something mm. in around that NFP kind of, it just disappeared. Yeah. You know, and then obviously this year, the whole sentiment is now inflation. You know, the CPI report's now the main one to start looking out for. Exactly. You know, CPI was never a major, it obviously is a major hurdle, but it was never a major data point coming out because you never got 2% inflation for March and then 9% inflation for April. You know, mm-hmm. it never happened. It was always 2, 2.1, maybe 2, 2.2. That's so it was, true. It was always just in around there. Around and, the central bank's target, you know? Yeah, and <laughs> if it was going up, there was good lead indicators showing that and you could see it going up steadily. Mm. You know, so I mean, that's where CPI now steps in and then kicks sort of NFP true. off did, the curb. Did you uh, did you see what I posted in Two Blokes Trading App this morning? Belarus. What, Belarus? No. Yeah, so the Belarus, the leader, uh, prime minister or president, whatever he is, he said, so as this is their way of dealing with inflation. Okay. He said it is now forbidden, strictly forbidden for prices of goods and services in the economy for anyone to raise their prices. <laughs> he said it's forbidden. Really? So it's now illegal. If you raise your prices, yeah. you're in trouble. <laughs> and how, do, how does that work then with, with imports? Oh, true. You know, so companies are now just expect. I mean, does it make sense? Will it work? I don't know. The guy clearly hasn't got a cl- yeah. idea about economics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, I, I am like actually, I am actually trying to think of both sides. I'm like, you know something, there might be a side of this works and then the other side of me mm. is being like, that'll never work, you know? Yeah, I think I'm going to need some time to actually think about that and rather be on the spot right now. But Yeah, I, j- I want to kind of write it down to yeah, sort of do exactly. the supply chain. You, you know, if you mm. move back in the supply chain, because mm-hmm. you have to see how much the import of it, you know, if they're a huge net importer, True. which I'm sure they are. They probably are. Belarus, well, yeah. yeah, well then we're, you know, who's going to take the hit? On the cost, because somebody has to take the hit. You know, if you're selling something that, if you're buying something in for a pound and selling it on for one fifty, but now you're told that you're buying it in for one fifty and not allowed to sell, raise your price. Well, then who's taking that hit? You know, so it's yeah. trying to figure that out. I think <clears throat> it doesn't help. They're quite uh, closely tied at the moment with with Russia. Yeah, you know, Belarus, that the leaders is very close allies with with Putin. Yeah, unfortunately, so so that's obviously not helping their economy anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody listening, don't worry about Belarus. It's not a major economy of the world, yeah, so yeah, don't exactly. you know? Don't yeah. don't start going out and trying to short Belarus <laughs> stocks. You know, they're not going to move the markets, guys. Yeah, you know, really not bother. So obviously, with the FOMC decision, as we said last week, excuse me, not decision. This uh, non-farm payrolls, we yep. need this number uh, to be stronger to provide FOMC more slack, and mm-hmm. we should see dollar flying. Really, shouldn't we? Because yeah. we have health strong numbers. Oh, the ADP. Look, look, the ADP earlier in the week on Wednesday was good. 200 is that 208,000 jobs being added to the economy yeah uh yeah so what do you reckon expectations what do you think yeah i mean if if nfp comes out strong it's just going to give the fed another another good reason to raise rates by 75 percent mm. i think november 75 percent is 75 percent priced in mm-hmm. pardon the pun and in december 50 <laughs> percent is 75 percent priced in okay so it's looking like it's going to go 75 in november and then 50 in december so really they need to they and that'll Bring rates to I believe four and a half to four and three quarters. Yeah, that's about right. So, so really, obviously, look where that's being priced in. We need, the markets always want more. The FMC needs to deliver. Yeah, to help the dollar really, don't they? Yeah, I mean, if you know, if rates do rates rates at the moment, and FX pairs are already pricing in four and four and a half to four and three quarters. 
yeah, that that's what's been priced in. So we need to see more than that. We need to see the possibility of five now. You know, maybe even five and five and a quarter to sort of now start to see larger moves. Okay. So if we do see a lot of uh, jobs being added in the NFP today, then probably st- we could see a bit of a rally. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so what I've br- brought up here, I thought it'd just be worth talking about stocks. Obviously, you'd probably better insight to me. Right now, is just, let's bring this up on a weekly. We're looking at the Dow Jones listeners, FYI. Obviously, we had one, two, three chunky consecutive weeks of selling. Yeah. So the selling, the structure is very much to the downside. This pullback, what's the crack? Just profit taking uh, after all that short selling? Yeah, I mean, you know, the profit taking, first of all, started, you know, new quarter. Yeah. Uh, funds, institutions, pension funds, whatever, starting to close the books, just opening a new book. I mean, you did have a lot of short selling that was going on there. So probably people now thinking, retailers as well, thinking, you know, this is really cheap. Let's start buying it back mm. up. A lot of people thinking the bottom. And I did say in one of the market updates for the guys, saying that you're going to see a lot of narratives now. You know, people drawing their technical analysis on, saying this is the bottom, it has to be the bottom. Mm. You're going to hear all this financial bullshit coming out, saying <laughs> it's the bottom. True. I, I don't think it's the bottom. I, I really don't. Um, I think we're going to see a bit of a pullback here now. Not sure how much higher we're going to go with the Dow Jones. I think what we're going to do is maybe go a wee bit higher, mm-hmm. potentially move sideways for a bit, and then obviously start to move further down. Agreed. So Agreed. And well, just looking ahead, you know, sort of into next year, I think it's always good just to tell people what might happen next year. Yeah. I think a lot of people are now underestimating what bonds are going to do next year. So I think interest rates next year could hold at four and a half to four and three quarters or 5%, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But I think whenever it holds there, people will be thinking, okay, let's wait for the Fed to cut. That'll be good. But I think what a lot of people are forgetting is holding rates at four and a half to four and three quarters or five, that'll have a long lasting impact on the economy. Mm. Just holding rates simply there for a long time will have a huge impact. Yeah. You know, I think uh, one thing actually just on, on rates, um, you know, you know, Ray Dalio. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, he used to say for a very long time, we were speaking about this podcast, obviously about maybe four weeks ago or so, yeah. about cash. And he actually changed his mind. He used to say cash is trash, but now he's saying cash is actually king. Yeah. He's, not, he's re- removed his stance on that. Yeah. Well, look, it's not a surprise. Look at the, way the, rates, rate, rates, the rate of which yeah. rates are going up. Yeah. Right now. yeah. I mean, so. you always hear people saying cash is trash and, yeah. you know, in these environments, but how many times, if you ask somebody today who was 300 years old, how many times has this happened? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they could tell you a lot of times, mm. and it's no different. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, for me, Dow Jones... So I'm just going to put this on a monthly minute. Uh, I'd, have, I'd, my, f- yeah. So I think anywhere. So where are we at now? About we're at a psychological 30k mark. Yep. I think very top. So I'll be looking around here. This 30,000 sort of 700 area. You yeah. see, like this previous low area. Yeah. It's coming up to around there, and I think rejection. You can see already had a bit of a slowdown into there. Yeah. So that's where I'd be looking. I'd be, yep. I'd be interested. See yeah. The price catching some rejections. Yeah. I, I think it will move up there too, but mm. I think it might just push a bit higher mm-hmm. to catch a lot of people out. And then a lot True. of people, whenever it does break up there, a lot of people then will be starting to think, well, we've now broke it. They'll be taking longs up and then the real play will be due to the downside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, so. just on that point, as you say, taking people out, look at the wicks, you know, it has these big wicks. Yeah. Obviously the, the big bearish candlesticks coming into play. So, you know, the the, the Dow Jones could be wild. Yeah, you know, it can what, It can be a wild, it can take you on a wild ride. Certainly, think, certainly. Know? So certainly you need do need to have wider stops potentially when you're trading that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's take a look and see what's going on for the calendar. I think we've spoken yeah. about everything major this week. Obviously, oh, a thing that helped the pound earlier this week, because obviously in our last podcast, we were speaking about the, the battering of GBP, but the, the U-turn the, the conservative government took on the uh, the further tax cuts for the, for the higher earnings, didn't mm-hmm. they? They made a U-turn on that. Yeah, that's right. So that helped uh, bring some stability to the markets, didn't it? I think it brought some stability, but it also brought some unknown. You know, now mm-hmm. you know, 
people investing in Britain are kind of like, well, what's the government doing? Yeah, you know, they're they making U-turns within a couple of days. What are they doing? You know, I mean, if you, people don't have confidence anymore here. They're not they going. Don't. Yeah, they you know, don't. Just you know something, they're getting on like a third world country. Yeah. I no disrespect to third world countries, but that's what they're doing. They're getting on like a third world country. They are, mate. The thing is, as yeah. well, everything. You know, this is. Uh, I was I was reading this. The U, the quality of, of of life in terms of the UK or the affordability, the affordability, yeah. excuse me, for people, the qualities is crap right now yeah. because the produce is getting worse. I don't know about you, but I noticed in, when I'm going Tesco's, when I'm going Asda, Audi, the fruit, the produce is crap. The veg is crap. We the try to get we down. try to get blackberries for, yeah. to make a bramble cocktail. Yeah, no blackberries. <laughs> And I mean, I, it, uh, it's just simple things like that. When you go into Tesco's, yeah. you can't get things. Yeah. You know. Serious shortages. Whenever I was younger, you could get anything in the shop. If you wanted it, it was there. Yeah, All you cup. had to do was pay for it. Everything was there. Yeah. But now we, uh, yeah, there's shortages. Like some of the shelves are still empty. Yeah. You know, and obviously so, pa- this is partially to do, well, largely even still, still with Brexit as well, mate. You know. Yeah. You've Brexit, COVID supply. COVID. It's a mix of everything. It's everything. But, you know, what? yeah. So anyway, what they're saying, people... In Poland, was it Poland or was it like Slovenia or something? One of these small sort of Eastern European countries yeah. are better off than people in the UK right now. I would well believe it. Honestly. Yeah. It's mad. I, I would well believe it. I don't think the UK has nowhere to be. No. I, I don't think it's the place to be. But you know, it, it, it sounds contradicting us sitting here in the UK recording this, but there's other factors behind that. There are, mate. There you are. know, and I understand that. I would but. say in terms of like, it really is. Uh, and I... Uh, Look, politics aside, I'm going to be quite on politics, but I'm just saying yeah. it is. It is a country for the rich, for the upper earners. You know, yeah. it is. It, it is. It is. Yeah. You know, and and London's the perfect city for the rich. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's it. Everybody knows if on payday, London's the best place to be. Yeah, but Mid- then, middle of the month, probably one of the worst places you can yeah. be. You know? <laughs> but then, yeah, and, and quality of life. That's why for me, long long term game is I'm not going to be here. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be here for the foreseeable future. I don't want to. Oh, there's so many better other countries in this world to be. Exactly. To, you know. We're we're already eyeing up the states for next year. Yes. So, Whereabouts uh, in the states? Out of interest. New York. Oh, yeah. big Wall Street boy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fund manager on Wall Street. That's it. Yeah. Rory. Rory McMahon Capital. <laughs> <laughs> love Listen that. Listen out. Nice so man. I'll be. We'll be doing a special episode on Wall Street on, I believe, Sun. Is it Sunday or Monday, the thirty first or first of November? Oh, okay, is that when yeah. you're going? Yeah, I'll be in New York then, so we'll do a special Wicked. Wall. We'll yes. do a special Wall Street video. Yes, man. So, and then we'll do one from Florida as well. Wicked. Looking so, forward to that. <laughs> well, you know something. That, well, maybe well, if we can get a few comments under the podcast, maybe and seeing what questions should we ask people on Wall Street. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'll go down Wall Street, ask people questions. People True. who people in suits, obviously not people. Yeah, people in suits. Not Casey Neistat's, you know. But it'd be interesting yeah. to get the yeah, get their view. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it. Not so, Casey Neistat. Yeah. <laughs> Class. All right, mate. Let, let's take a look at the calendar. See what's yeah. cracking on next week. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Okay, so calendar for next week, Monday's light as per usual. Tuesday, uh, UK jobs data. Be interesting to see, I guess, but not major movers. Nope. We've got Bank of England Governor uh, Bailey speaking. Yeah. Could be of interest. Um, hopefully resignation, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, people do want him out, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Mess. I mean, the, yeah. Mess. UK GBP, uh, GDP, excuse me. Yeah. Expected soft at 0.1%. I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest. 
I mean, I had a conversation with a guy yesterday mm. and also with another person a few weeks ago. And we're thinking, you know, when we're brought up in the Western world, we're told to believe that our media is correct. I'm now starting to think that UK data might be manipulated. Do you think? Yeah. Personal opinion. But, mm. you know, we're always taught to believe that data that comes from China, China. Don't, don't believe it. Yeah. I, mm. I can't believe you UK data anymore. I'm sorry. Gr- GDP growth in this environment? Yeah, month on month growth. Come on. Come on. No way. No chance. You know, yeah. may- maybe there is, but you've extra bank holidays and things in there, you know, with the Queen's funeral and mm-hmm. things like that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave people to whatever they think, but yeah. just. Okay. You know. Well, I mean, obviously. Big day then, big Wednesday. Day. G- PPI. Oh, we've got PPIs. Yeah. Yep, US PPI is big one. Yeah. Okay. So it's good. Uh, oh, PPIs. Yeah, expected higher this time around. Yeah. I'm not surprised. And FMC meeting minutes. I mean, it's, oh, we're not expecting any change yeah. in tone. And then CPI on Thursday. Okay. So big dollar week next this week. Yeah. Big one. Th- Thursday will probably be your main day. You've got obviously PPI the day before, and then you've CPI coming out as well as unemployment claims. So mm-hmm. initial and continuing. So that'll probably be. That'll probably be your big day, Thursday. Yeah. You know, that, that's what the market will be waiting for. If NFP comes in line with today, you could probably take a day, a week off until Thursday. Man, dollar. So, if, obviously, if we, if, if, these, if we get the higher PPIs, obviously, on Wednesday, and then these CPIs are higher, dollar's going to do some next-level things. If, if, C, if CPI comes out higher than expected, and NFP comes out quite strong today, I would genuinely say cable... I'd say cable could explode down to 107, 106. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shit it, it, re- it really could explode yeah. down there. Yeah. You know, unless Andrew Bailey comes out and says he's resigning, then maybe cable will go back to it 120, might, yeah, 120 rally. 130. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably rally on that. Yeah, yes. it would. I'm just looking, obviously, here in the monthly of a dollar. Obviously, last, last month we had this massive push in towards, well, 114.70, the yeah. highs are there. And we've left this nice wick, this bullish wick. I think we're going to carry on and fill that. Um, yeah. to the upside and then I'll be looking in terms of like the dollar index specifically I'll be looking well 116 for me I've, I've marked these up just I'll just look at le- I look left at the, the major zones where the dollar enters and I think yeah 116 is the next region for me yeah probably more than likely is and then obviously euro w- will be a casualty as well but the thing is obviously FOMC is just going to continue to outweigh ECB because they're expected to rate, raise again but yeah. I guess that's priced in now isn't it Every like if ECB members have just been going on about rate rises now 75 base points in line. Yeah, and what did Christine Lagarde said something about, you know, the I think they're reluctant now to raise rates more than five times, but it'll oh. less than five, but more than two, I think, or more than three. Right. Whatever. So I I don't think the ECB will, they'll never catch up with the Fed. No chance. And then you're always going to get the carry trades. You True. Know, so for those that don't know, people, obviously the interest rate in the US is different from the interest rate in the euro. So people are going to obviously move money into there to make Big move of the carry. Exactly. So there's going to be huge trades in that too. That's a good Obviously point. priced in, but still still going to be there. Still going to be there, exactly, as an underlying theme. And then Friday. Sales. Okay. So, yeah, it's a lot of data here. Yeah. The thing is, this week, I was like, oh, my God. Like, because this this week with US data, um, speaking about this current week, we had a bit, a couple of slow readings in form of manufacturing PMI yeah. and then the jolts job openings wasn't great as well yeah. then we had a turnaround with services PMI which is good so I just wonder is how how strong data is at the moment I guess we're, we're going to tell we're yeah. going to tell with today's non-farms and then obviously this PPI and stuff I don't know I mean seeing how strong is the US economy right now 
seeing the um, seeing the manufacturing the manufacturing PMI come out weaker for me was a bit of an indicator that it's still moving lower. Yeah, the services I don't really pay particular attention not to. A massive services industry uh, economy are they? Yes, yeah, services. Or oh, they are. Yeah, like the UK. Services. UK makes up seventy percent of GDP. Yeah, services. But How much th- is it in the US? You know, I think I think it's eighty twenty. Oh wow! So it is. Yeah, eighty twenty. Yeah. Oh wow, that's big. Yeah. But the problem is, is that services, right? You, you know, me and you can provide a service. How much do you pay for it? There's no given amount. It's, you can pay whatever you want for a service. Whereas whenever you're manufacturing goods, you're employing people, you're, you know, buying True. and selling goods all the time. It's proper value to the economy. You know, it's a, that's the proper economy. Services economy isn't that's the real point. economy. Yeah, you're right. That's so that's why you don't point. really pay, pay too much particular attention to the services index, mm. more to the manufacturing index. You know, mm. manufacturing index in America is huge. Think of some of the huge companies like, you know, Boeing. True. Car you know, makers Boeing, well. car makers, you know, things like that. Ford. You know, Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. yeah. Tesla. yeah. I, I don't know if you saw the other day, I posted it in my Instagram story and I was like, yep, we've all seen what's happened in the movies. We're done. You know, the, the robot. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Bad, it's scary. It? it can do all sorts. It, it is. It is weird. I, I find it scary. I don't like it. I know. I know. But the thing is. I don't know. Look, obviously, these things that happen in movies, it's not impossible. And then it's like, we we are like, uh, you know, the law of attraction. We are bringing this into existence. The yeah. Fact these robots are going to destroy this. We're going to kill well, us all. Has, if, if it happens in The Simpsons, it more than likely happens yeah, in real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was always the weird thing for me, The Simpsons. I always, the, you know, the 20 what? year predictors. Yeah. Do you know what? I had this weird, uh, there's a period when I just started reading all this conspiracy. I'm not a massive conspiracy theorist, but I started reading into the Simpsons one. Yeah. It's like that Matt Groening, uh, writer Simpsons, creator. Yeah. He's like a part of the uh, the Freemasons. And obviously as part of the Freemasons, you need to tell people what's going to happen. They've all got it planned, but you need to tell them in some form or another what, how it's going to happen. And, and obviously this way in the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was it was just funny how the Simpsons predicted so much. I know, it's great. Yeah. It's great. They've smashed it. Yeah. They've smashed it. So if you want to be good at trading, watch the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn, turn on Fox. Is it Fox News they listen to, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is Ken Brockman. Yeah, Ken Brockman. Ken Bra- yeah. yeah, he's definitely Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, just I think one more interesting thing I've seen on, on the train on the way here. Yeah. Was that somebody has bought fifty thousand contracts for a hundred and fifty call on the VIX, meaning right. that they expect the VIX to go up to one hundred and fifty. It's currently at thirty. Wow. So, that's really it. Just thought I'd throw that in. Yeah. So I don't know who it is, but somebody's expecting volatility. Could be inside. Interesting. Yeah. Russia put a nuke out. That's it. Fixed one hundred and eighty. Dude, don't say that. Who knows? Yeah, just on that front, yeah, I've been reading some of that shit. I don't know. Is is you know is P- is Putin gonna just because he knows he's on his way out? He's he's ill. He's, yeah, no, he's all ill. He's hiding it. He's old. Is he gonna t- bring the world with him? I it's, know. Is he? It, it's scary. You just don't know, do you? You don't. And there's you know we we've had discussions as well. It's like why do people just you know why did you ask? Because probably the yes are the ones that can do it. Why did they not just take him out? Yeah. You know. But, why? I mean, why? It's, it's probably what has to do with the background of it. I mean, taking him out probably isn't a hard job. It's the retaliation of that. It's He's not just taking Putin out. It's taking the five or six men to the left and right of him out as well. Don't know simultaneously. Like, do you? you know, and th- he's never going to have them all in the same room. You know, if he's out doing a speech, there's going to be three or four men in a bunker that they can't be touched, you know. So it's mad, isn't it? Could it? Be tricky, but yeah. the US, surely right now, they know his exact location, surely. Yeah, of course yeah. they do, yeah. They know. They probably have a wee tracker on him like a dog. 
Look the at, wee collar and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they'll take them out when they want to take them out. Like, everything happens. Like, things, the timing of things were quite all right. Like, for example, Obama, when they killed Osama bin Laden. That's right, yeah. Um, it was 2011, yeah, wasn't it? 2011. Yeah, 2011. Saddam Hussein, uh, I can't remember who was in power then. Was it Bush? Saddam Hussein, do you remember? Saddam they Hussein. found him and then they handed him over and then he was hung. Yeah, was that not 2004? Yeah, maybe, five? maybe, maybe like that. That's getting close to my birth. So, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, when these things happen, I just feel like there's a there's maybe a greater uh, reason for it as well and timing. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, God, it's scary anyway. But yeah, hey, it is. But don't worry about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, buddy. I think that's everything uh, we've gone over this week, guys. Mm. Obviously, as a reminder, Rory and I are very active in the Two Blokes Train app. Ton of value across forex, cryptocurrency, stocks, indices. Tuck in. Don't hesitate. Yep. It's really picking up. That's it. Rory, it was a good one. Ken, great. Thanks very much. See you next week. See you next week, buddy. Thanks.